0: Hey everyone, Anthony Fantano here, internet's busiest music nerd, hope you're doing well, and this is another edition of the most inconsistent music podcast on the internet, the Needle Drop Podcast, but we are doing our due diligence here and sticking to our uh, well-loved annual segment, The Worst Rappers in the Game. Uh, usually we go over every year a list that you guys pretty much put together. I crowdsource this list asking you what are the worst rappers in the game right now in the game currently. You tell me your, your opinions. You, you list them all out. I pick the most suggested rappers and I go over them with my dude D-Respect here. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. D-Respect is a fellow YouTuber, music critic, a culture commentator who makes very good comment on um, fuck. Who makes very, <laughs> who makes very good content over on his YouTube channel, which we will link you to down below in the description box. Thanks for coming on again, man. Thanks for thanks for making the time for me. I know you're super busy. You're just uh, you're you're just you're you're just fucking you know really uh, uh hitting the slums over here, hanging out with me.
1: <laughs> it's always it's always a pleasure. Uh, we do need to clarify that this is crowdsourced because there's always two to three people that you and I would definitely... Never throw into the list, so we always have to. Make well,
0: we're we're place. gonna we're gonna argue against that. So okay, you know, even though there are rappers on here that, that it's it's not our it's not our decisions here. Um, you know, we're 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 gonna argue against that. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously, we're going over this list, saying, hey, these rappers are on here because you guys have decided that these rappers are awful. But uh, you know, if, if we disagree with whether or not these rappers are are awful enough to make this kind of a list, the the worst rappers working right now currently. Um, we're gonna we're gonna argue against that. We're gonna get confrontational. Okay, we're we're gonna right. we're gonna rationalize, and uh, and uh, let's let's kick it off with a uh, with a real heavy hitter in in the world of uh, of, of hip hop music uh, right now, Mister Little Pump.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, <laughs> Little Pump generally uh, opinions opinions of his music, uh, opinions of the whole South Florida SoundCloud set. Yeah, uh L- Little Pump to me he
1: he catches a lot of flack. Obviously, um with his comments that he has for another particular rapper that we'll get to uh on the list. Uh but I I think he catches a lot because I think Little Pump hits all of the the caricature sort of uh like, the points that you have to hit. You've got to hit the hair. You've got to hit the the gold chains. You've got to hit the the fake money in the video, like in the Escada video. He hits all of the, you know, it, it's kind, it kind of reminds me of what people felt like Trinidad James was. Because people thought for a period of time when Trinidad James came out with all gold everything, they felt like he was doing some form of, like, satire. Uh, I don't know if Trinidad James was actually doing that, or if he's that intelligent to do something like that, but I doubt it. But I feel that little Pump is really... That's really coming through in his music. It's really coming through in his videos, and I actually think that Little Pump has a lot of technical ability. So I wouldn't even group him up with a term that's becoming a little outmoded. The you know the mumble rap term. It's it's getting a little old, and I don't think it applies for Little
0: Pump necessarily. Yeah, I, I think the mumble rap thing is is really more of a I guess a mini genre or a sub genre rather than just a literal description of of what a rapper may be doing. I mean, certainly there are rappers out there who kind of don't rap that well. They slur their speech a little bit. And of course, maybe there's like some extra effects or auto-tune on their voice, which really kind of add to this very, uh, I guess, mumbly sound or mumbly delivery. But Little Pump's words, they're actually pretty clear a lot of the time. So, I mean, hes he's not literally mumbling, but I sort of see what you're saying. Like he does sort of check all of these boxes for the type of rapper who doesn't really elicit the kind of respect that, like, a most deaf does, for example. You know, he doesn't seem um, very well-read, I I guess. Like, it it doesn't seem like he he pays much attention to the world around him. For a Harvard grad, especially. Yes, for a Harvard grad, it's it's a little... uh disappointing it's, dis- it's it's a little disappointing it's a little disheartening for a harvard grad to sort of be as as ignorant of the world around him as little pump seems to be uh, on the outset however i mean he seems to be making the kinds of business decisions that somebody in his position should i think there's probably even if he's not the smartest guy in the room i, I think he's paying someone near him to be the smartest guy in the room maybe he's paying maybe that person is uh, uh getting something over on him monetarily at the end of the day we don't really know but um, he does sort of seem to check a lot of boxes where, yeah, sure, he, he doesn't have a whole lot to his lyrics in terms of substance or meaning, but there's also just how ridicu- ridiculously he dresses, how he handles himself. And, you know, I, I think he's definitely an example of, uh, which there are at least a few on this list of rappers now who. Do, do you think people hate Little Pump for his music? more than they hate him for how he looks or just how they think he acts
1: because i i I think it's it's how i
0: i don't think the way he
1: acts is really i mean he's sort of dismissive with everything on every topic every time you see little pump he just throws in a scat at blanket over everything whether it's uh you know getting dissed by somebody or just being caught by tmz out somewhere i don't think it's anything that he has to say he's not he's not violent he doesn't portray some image that i think is necessarily damaging to the youth um but it's it's the look and it's it's also the fact that Little Pump is just he's younger than all of the counterparts that I think an older hip hop fan would group him up with. Like little Uzi's in his early twenties. Um, even somebody like Ugly God is 21. And I, I know there's not a big separation in age, but in this day and age, there's for, for whatever reason, there's a big difference between a 17 year old and a 22 and year old. You know, you're an old nigga if you're 22. But it's he's so young and he just I, I just feel like he represents something like the irreverence of just everything. I don't think he does anything wrong. Um, other than the fact that you know, it, uh, I, has Little Pump ever made any statements about an old? Uh, did he join that group? Did he join the likes of Little Zan? I don't remember. You get you get all these guys confused after
0: a while. Did he say anything crazy? I mean, oh. I know he he did a little shot at J Cole, who okay. you know we're going to be talking about later. But I don't really think he's paid much attention to like old heads or older hip hop or anything like that. But I feel like with a lot of these people who hate on on artists like Little Pump, it, it's almost like that reaction to to guys like him is almost built into the dislike for him because they just sort of assume with the lack of of reverence for that era of hip hop that pours through in his music that he probably you know hates biggie and tupac anyway you know what i mean Mm -hmm. So now I feel like it's there's almost like that generational prejudice, like across the board being labeled uh, sort of being applied to a lot of these new up and coming rappers, regardless of whether or not they have a legit quote or an interview out where they're just like, yeah, this uh, this rapper sucks or that rapper sucks or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think they'd be wrong. They'd be wrong to assume that he's not equipped with at least the basic tools of of having clarity on a song cuz he's definitely equipped with it he sho- he shows it i mean i i may not be a fan of the beat choices and whatever melodic shit he's trying to do um but uh but they'd be wrong to assume that he's just the absolute bottom
0: of of that whole group mm. no i mean me personally i like a lot of little pumps music i mean i constantly get shit on <laughs> Or at least I did for a bulk of last year. It's kind of dwindled off a little bit this year and has got. A, it's it's kind of been replaced with some other records that I've given positive review to. Uh, positive reviews to that uh, people are mad about. But um, yeah, I got a lot of shit last year for just enjoying his self-titled mixtape. And you know, I just love his energy. Like you said, he's not really that mumbly. He's pretty clear on a track. He could put together a super catchy hook. Um, and on top of it, I just kind of like his turn up tune out vibe. I mean, obviously that's not the way somebody I think should conduct themselves in the world 24 seven. Obviously, if you do that, you're just a fucking moron. Um, but the thing is like for entertainment value, like it can make for a good song. It can make for a great track. It can make for a fun mixtape. Um, and, and people are sort of like reacting to him so negatively as if, there hasn't been any rappers out there recently who have this very same message or that there hasn't been, like, a ton of pop music or rock music that has come out in the past that pretty much has the same exact ethos. Um, it's, it's like we're just constantly getting, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like the older generation matures and they forget about all that, like, crappy turn-up music from, from their youth. And then when the new generation does it in a totally different way, it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it what is this This non-lyrical, stupid, dumbed-down music, you know? And it's like, come on, man. Like, every generation has had, like, turn-up music. Every generation has had it. Like, it never sounds the same. It always sounds different. But the thing is, I I feel like that's part of the reason that the the, the previous generation reacts to it so negatively. It's like, oh, well, it sounds bad this time because now the sound is different. But the thing is, like, to your parents, your turn-up music sounded like shit, you know? So I, I feel like it's just kind of the natural order of things, and, and uh, I, I feel like Little Pump is, is is hated more for what people think he is, or just sort of, you know, see that he is just by the way that he conducts himself, uh, as opposed to, like, the music that he actually makes. I mean, I, I could sort of understand if, if you're not the type of person who listens to... Super poppy, super lowest common denominator, super straightforward, super blunt—you know—type of music. You like something with a little more nuance, a little more depth, generally across the board. I get that. I understand that. You know, if 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 you're uh, the type of person who hates a Little Pump, but you also would never listen to a Soldier Boy, or you also would never mm-hmm. listen to—I uh, don't know, like what's another example off the top of your head? Uh,
1: if, listen to Soldier Boy. If you would listen to uh, Young Thug.
0: Yeah, like you would you never listen you know. to a young thug either. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, I understand. Um, but uh, you know, if, if you think Little Pump singularly is like somehow like the worst of the worst of the worst when it comes to this trend, this sound, this style, this ethos, this idea, I don't know. I just think you're, I just think you're sorely mistaken. I, I don't think he's like the, the one of the worst rappers out there right now, um, because I th- I think as far as like instrumental choice, in terms of song structure, in terms of just basically the 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 baseline necessities for what would make a catchy and a listenable song. Yeah, I think you could do much worse. I think you do way worse than Little Pump.
1: I think the name also has a, a a large thing to do with it too. I mean, the name is a brand. It's a brand altogether. It's a franchise, and that doesn't help. That doesn't help with the overall just introduction to the artist. The fuck is this? Another little, like that's a, that that's all it takes. Not even the yeah. music at all or the look. It's just. The name itself can just it, it it triggers people. It definitely does trigger people. No, it does.
0: And he's not, a, not a he's little. the only little on the list, by the way. Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's true. He is the only little on the list. Yeah. I, th- I think he's the I think he's the biggest little right now. Is there a bigger little? Is no, there there's a little not a bigger. I mean, this guy right
1: this guy got a parody on on SNL. I mean, you know, they
0: that is true. Him and Migos.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's the biggest. He's the biggest out of the single
0: littles. He represents he's the everybody. Yeah, he's the biggest. Little. He's the biggest little he's at the top of the he's at the top of the little chain right now all right let's move on to uh the next suggestion that was here on that list unless you feel like you have anything else really to say about little pump and his music. uh
1: about little pump no, no nothing else to share Escada Esh- right.
0: um next uh let's talk about Playboy cardi uh somebody who I reviewed positively recently um and I, I did get kind of a mixed reaction from that. Like, there were a lot of people who were sort of like, uh, what, like, that building up to the release of my review were like, oh, man, Anthony Fantano's gonna give it a not good. Anthony, I can feel the red flannel coming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, like, after the review actually dropped, uh, of course, there were a lot of negative reactions to that, but simultaneously, a lot of people were just, like, completely erupting into a frenzy who... Just assumed I was gonna hate it because I wasn't that crazy about his last tape. There was even this kid who like sent me a screenshot of his group chat with his friends and His, his friend had said like something like thank God the voice of black culture gave play gave Cardi a <laughs> seven uh, <laughs> Like what? so I mean I, I'll come in with speak my for opinion colored which, people. Sp- Yeah, apparently mm-hmm. um so, uh, I'll come in with my opinion, which some people listening may already be aware of because of my, my review for uh, Die Lit came out pretty recently, but uh, trying out K- Playboy Cardi's music, you know, I'm sure you've heard Magnolia, I'm sure you tried out some stuff from the new record, like, mm-hmm. what are your impressions of him generally? Is he a rapper who you think deserves to be sort of like on the, the current worst in hip-hop type list? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, really? I, okay. I, I think because accompanied with the... I've
1: never been a fan of the the minimal the minimal sort of instrument uh, instrumentations i've never been a big fan of that even though i do like uh i i do like magnolia just like everyone else did but that along with someone that i would define as a mumble rapper and still doesn't really have much clarity in words and it doesn't put a lot of emphasis in it with those things together um i would put him in the category of somebody who's deserving to be on the list now i didn't now i didn't listen to dial i didn't listen to dial i've just listened to singles of playboy cardi um that's all i've been uh able to get a hold of i didn't listen to dial but um i saw that you did give it a seven which which was a surprise uh and i'm glad that you spoke uh you spoke for everyone but i would say that he's a part of the he should be a part of the list because of that reason because it's just not a lot of effort
0: yeah no, I would I would agree as far as like the technical aspects with which we would judge a good rapper versus a bad rapper. Um, I would say technically, I do think he probably would would deserve to be on you know like, like a list like this because um, you know let's let's just look at it from the standpoint of you know just his double XL freshman cipher and, and sort of freestyle performances, you know what I mean? Like, which were just absolutely awkward and, and trashy and annoying and just like totally useless. You know, the thing is I, I Playboy Cardi I, I think he only really kind of works in a particular kind of context. You know what I mean? Like to me I enjoy a lot of some of his singles, and I enjoyed a lot of Die Lit, but is he somebody who, like, if I see him featured on a song, am I, like, dying to hear it? Like, oh, man, this has got a Playboy Cardi feature. i got to hear this shit. Like, not really. Like, am I really, like, sitting there with uh, my mouth watering, thinking that uh, Playboy Cardi's about to, like, come on and fucking kill it? Like fucking kill this beat. Oh man, he's totally gonna fucking steal the show on this song. No, I mean that's like not really his thing. That's not really his shtick, that's not really his style. Put him in a put him in a room with a battle rapper, he'd be fucking eaten alive. You know what I mean? So so there are so few contexts in which I think Playboy Cardi as an artist actually works. And really, that's that's on his own music, and I wasn't really all that wowed or impressed with a lot of his older material outside of Magnolia either. But I feel like on this new record, he kind of honed, um, and and distilled, uh, I guess, a lot of those elements, or sort of isolated rather, those elements that made Magnolia so good. And that is just more minimal instrumentation, more psychedelic effects. Uh, more hypnotic repetitions so that the the tape kind of has an overall very druggy, kind of very intoxicating feel to it. In a lot of ways, it's entirely different uh, technically and stylistically. But in a way, it kind of took me back to um, ASAP Rocky's big breakout debut tape, which if you also remember, like people were tearing apart because it's not that lyrical. He's not that lyrical. Dude can't freestyle for shit. Plus and he's from New York and that makes yeah, it even worse. Yeah. Absolutely. Makes it even worse. Um, in the case of Playboy Cardi, uh, I feel like a lot of those same, uh, I, I guess, uh, uh, shortcomings also come into play, but uh, in a way they're even worse. But simultaneously, I feel like Dilit is even more psychedelic than uh, than. Asap Rocky's uh, newest record. I just feel like uh, a lot of the album is, is all about just like pure bliss and euphoria. And I like that about it, but the the thing is like only part of the appeal of that comes down to Playboy Cardi's rapping. I feel like a lot of it has to do with just the sound of his voice, some of the weird vocalizations he makes, again, the effects, the production. So, again, would I ever want to listen to Playboy Cardi like completely outside of the context of an instrumental no, probably not. Um, but the, but the, 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 I I do feel like it does need to be mentioned. I do feel like he does make good songs. I do feel like he does appear on on interesting, minimal, somewhat experimental, and uh, kind of trippy rap tunes. And uh, and 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 I like that about it. I like that clearly. Clearly, even though he's not much of a rapper, he's making a conscious decision to make this type of sound in this type of music because. There aren't a whole lot of rappers out there who I think sound exactly like him. You could argue that he's run off of a lot of trendier sounds out there, and, and certainly he is. But I think that he's doing a very specific thing within this sort of very kind of low-key, hypnotic, auto-croony-type trap stuff.
1: Okay, let, let me ask you a question. So, okay, so within so so we're putting him in his proper context um if obviously his music is it's it's very it's very druggy it's very the word that always gets thrown around with this kind of sound is like the vibe i yeah. i like the it's vibe all of the that, music it's i like the way it makes me vibe. feel yeah um how uh well let me ask you a personal question are you do you do any sort of uh recreation you know any any sort of drugs at all do you drink
0: anything no, I can't say. I can't say I do. And and I've given you know vaguely, uh, I, I guess, positive reviews to some artists, and and also negative reviews as well. Who also it seems like the 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 whole point of their music is just to strike up some kind of vibe. I think um, Ray Shremmer does that, though. Obviously, they're a little bit more lyrical, if if you could use that word, uh, than Playboy Cardi. I think Future's music also exists pretty much solely for that purpose. Although I've I've never been really as crazy about Future's voice and his delivery as I have uh, sort of what Playboy Cardi is doing here. Okay,
1: well I mean I I would I would think that being that the music has that sound you see because I to even when I was say twenty five for example and whatever music I if. I guess when I was 25, I'm not sure if I can pinpoint what this music is derived from. If I could, if I could vaguely point in a certain direction, I mean, I would probably have to point at something. Little Wayne would be something that, that this would really have been generated from. And when it came to music that was psychedelic, I just never liked the, I just never liked the trance that it's supposed to put you in and it's supposed to sort of hold you into some, uh, like like some dumbed down sort of malleable version of yourself. And it it just, to me, it just never spoke to me. And so when I hear music like this, it just gives me sort of like this feeling of there's an attempt to, there's an attempt to put kids in a certain mood. There's an attempt to there's an attempt to make kids more uh i'm not sure if i'm if i'm getting to anything help me out
0: here uh just make them uh uh just dull the senses or just sort of yeah yeah. yeah, just
1: dull the senses Mm. so much to the point that like how much of a vibe are we really discussing how much of a vibe are we really discussing that the music puts you in um that a a playboy cardi record puts you in i and, and and this can be said about several of the artists that that we're going to discuss. It could be said about several about them. And and for example, um, you know, after the passing of um of Little Peep, you know, I went in and I listened to Little Peep's uh, Little Peep's tape, and I just couldn't help it. But it, I I don't know who would it be enjoying this music other than somebody who is constantly in an induced coma of just of just uh, of just lean or whatever the fuck it is that they do, and I. I I would just, I, I, he belongs on this list because, and there doesn't have to be thought to all the music that you listen to, I understand that. There doesn't have to be thought to it, it doesn't have to be thought-provoking or everything, but there's just a certain level. There's just a certain level of, of being awake for something that I think that's required uh, that, that I, I think he belongs to be on this list.
0: Yeah, again, I mean, for for what we traditionally know to be a rapper and sort of the requirements that one would need to, the 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 boxes one would need to check to sort of be like an impressive, talented uh, uh, rapper, you know, I think I think Playboy Cardi falls monstrously short. Um, so you know, I, if somebody put Playboy Cardi on their worst rappers list, I, I wouldn't necessarily just outright disagree. But as I guess, sort of an aesthetic curator. You know, if we call Playboy Cardi that, um, I, I enjoy his music, and and I can think of you know rock songs or psychedelic rock songs or psychedelic metal songs that are really in a lot of ways even more repetitious than what Playboy Cardi has has presented here. Uh, you know, like let's say let's say Sleep's Dope Smoker, which is this like long hour long sort of stoner metal track with very little in the way of like sort of alterations to. Uh, the sound or the riffs across the entirety of the song. Uh, also, you know, Earth's Earth 2, which is like a legit drone metal album where they just literally crank the the amplifiers up and they just kind of like meditatively jam on these single, like heavy, very slow riffs to sort of create this psychedelic effect. And um, and and I've loved those records. I've loved those bands. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want to say Playboy Cardi is like, you know, some kind of a, a amazingly deep, uh, innovator who's sort of like making music that that is so beyond um of course that you know because uh, like let's say for example uh you could also argue that like um uh there there are quite a few psychedelic tracks on uh uh, quemini you know or shabazz palace's black up is really psychedelic that's an incredibly psychedelic album but also it's it's much more interestingly produced it's much more lyrical. So making music that's psychedelic doesn't necessarily mean it has to be dumbed down. It doesn't mean, you know, there there are obviously shades to this. You can make really high brow, interesting, experimental, cutting edge psychedelic music. I think Playboy Cardi is merely taking a lot of these more trap and more simplistic pop rap sounds that are just current right now and kind of bringing them a bit of a psychedelic tinge. Um, which, which I think just really works uh, works for him and just works in general. You know, will it work five or six years from now when this trend is gone and it's totally obliterated and, and basically whatever we're listening to now has been replaced by a new wave of something else? It'll probably make less sense.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's always an adjustment. There, there's always an adjustment period for this I'm, for this kind of music because because all of the the music that I loved so much uh, was just all about that affirmation. It was just it was just all about the it was all about the, the 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 your your sort of like head nodding to the song, and you kept at a certain pace. Um, that that this that this music just doesn't do for me. That that it doesn't do. And and of course, you had music back then that that was you know the production was more psychedelic, and I don't think the intent was was totally there because these people weren't because they weren't promoting that. But if the sound sort of lent itself to that, then I think. That makes it more; it, it, it was non-forced. Whereas, if, if your intent is to is to talk about it and make it sound like it, then it's like you're you're specifically trying to. I'm trying to put you in a vibe. I'm trying to put you in this, you know, so, sort of uh, this drug induced coma. But uh, I mean, of course. But uh, the Playboy Car- Cardi, he's not gonna, you know, he's he's not winning a Pulitzer uh anytime soon.
0: All right, let's uh, let, let's talk about the King of New York next. Uh, one one Mister Takashi Six Nine. Who I mean, you you have to love the Day Sixty Nine mixtape, right? I mean, mixtape of the year, best thing you've ever heard in your entire life.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Oh, actually. really? Okay. Yeah, definitely enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It's you know, it's um, it's it's a shame that uh, you know, the antics that he that he uh, pulls off, which is you know, it's gotten him a lot of attention, but there's there's quality here. There there's definitely quality here. Um, I think I think Six Nine. Uh, A lot of his songs do sound the same, but at least what you could say is it's his own particular sound, you know, um, maybe with the exception of Gotti, which, which, you know, doesn't sound anything like his other singles, but um, all other three or four, the Gummo, the Billy, they all sound alike, but it's his particular sound. And it's 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 what we love here in the city. It's just nonsensical gun music that that's all. it is. I mean,
0: there are certainly a few other rappers out there who I could name who have a singular sound kind of like he does, but it's also very exciting. It's very aggressive. It's screamed. It's, you know, hyper, uh, uh violent. Um, and, uh, certainly he's, he's not alone in this trend, but he definitely has kind of a certain aesthetic in the, in this style, in this wave. And, and another thing I'll say is I think that a lot of his earlier singles were a lot more kind of weird and out there and a little edgier and a little bit more, almost like new metal style. Um, in a way, whereas like these days, I feel like he's kind of toned that down a little bit and has gone into a bit more of a predictable, you know, uh, kind of, uh, turning the rock influences down a little bit on his latest stuff. Um, now me personally, I, 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 I probably would put him on this list. I just find him obnoxious. Uh, and just from a musical standpoint, I mean, there are a few tracks here and there like, I could probably take six, nine pretty easily in small doses, but, um, uh, but just like in general, uh, would I want to, <laughs> would, would I want to listen to him? Like when I hear a 6 9 feature, do I get excited? No. Would I want to hear 6 9 off of a beat? No, absolutely not. Um, most of the time I barely want to hear him on a beat. And, um, it's gotten to the point where, you know, maybe some of his earlier singles were kind of thrilling and exciting for me, but even when I hear a new single today, it just sort of sounds like the same shit man. It, it just sort of sounds like he's kind of just stuck himself. into. Oh, absolutely. A lot. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know, it's it's just really like a huge turnoff for me. Um, just the same delivery, same instrumental style. And I just feel like he doesn't really have a whole lot uh, in the tool belt to sort of push himself going forward. I mean, you, you obviously dig his music a little bit more than me. Do you think he has a future in the next two or three years? No,
1: he doesn't have a future in music, and I think he's very aware of that. I think he's aware that he's not going to last, and which is why he has to, why he has to pull all these stunts to get more attention to himself. I, I think he, I think he figures if it's not broke, I'm not going to fix it. I'm, I'm just going to keep on because otherwise I can't keep bragging about how many number one, you know, singles I have in streaming and all this shit. I, 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 I can keep creating the same music and. And the only thing that I'll say to his credit is, is like I said, it's every song sounds the same, but there's so many artists right now that sound exactly alike, but they sound like 10 other people. But there's nobody who sounds exactly like 6 9 and just like just screaming over a track like that. Not that I, I never expected myself to be a fan of that. And and as a matter of fact, I think I'm harder on most artists because I'm from New York and I'm just a fucking I'm a snob. So I'm harder on New York artists more than anything. So I'm I'm very surprised that with the antics that he pulls, he still makes music that I actually enjoy. You know his songs are relatively short. It's just it's in and out. I mean Billy sounds just like one big chorus. That that's what it sounds like. So, you know that may be a tactic with streaming and all that shit. But uh, but I think he knows he doesn't have a future. Uh, I don't see.
0: I don't see that happening. I think with artists these days, newer up-and-coming artists who sort of get by doing what a guy like Takashi does, when your fans are mostly just super hype on your singles, I feel like that almost, thanks to streaming, has become just a new business model. You know what I mean? Like, there isn't as much pressure when you're a single-centric artist to put out that many songs that sound all that different. It sort of just seems to make sense to make sure that every song kind of sounds the same Um, because Takashi had, I mean, how many years did he have where he was kind of popping and he had lots of viral singles, but he didn't even have an album or a tape out yet. You know what I mean? Um, So it's almost like uh, just dropping singles can almost just, again, be a business model now. Um, Let me ask you one more thing about Takashi before we move on. I mean, certainly when we were growing up, there were instances of You know, rappers getting into all kinds of antics or shenanigans or saying some wild shit or dressing eccentrically or, you know, you have backstories like, oh, you know, how many times did 50 Cent get shot, so on and so forth, to to kind of build interest in the artist outside of their music, you know what I mean? But these days it sort of seems like doing ridiculous shit to get attention has almost reached a saturation point. Um, Do do you feel like it's worse than it used to be better than it used to be? Do you feel like the internet and social media has something to do with it or is it Just pretty much the same as it's always been and it just seems like maybe it's worse because we're getting exposed to it more Because there are so many rappers out there. there There's so many social media accounts. There's so many instagram videos Yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's the same as it as it always was But obviously now it's a bit different because I think it just it makes the artist lazier um, if if an artist can reach um, 500,000 people with a short 14 second clip of them just doing some random, I mean so, so many uh, Instagram uh, so many Instagram comedians are using that as a way to get into music because I think in their eyes the content is the same. Making a song, I'll be able to reach, these many people if i put out an instagram video i can do this in 14 seconds i can reach so much of you and i could just do something stupid that'll be shared but what happens is the music suffers because of it the the music suffers because why should i have to put any effort into my music when i can get your attention through this and then i can just use the music as a platform and i'm out in three to four years because i got a reality show or you know i have some other business ventures that i got into and i don't really need rap um So it dilutes the the, the creativity. I think back then you, you know, you had people like 50 that were obviously doing things just to get attention and just, you know, just to get negative press, but 50 still had to put his boots on the ground. He still had to put in the work and that's not the case anymore.
0: Yeah. And well, also on top of it, uh, and, and not that she's on this list, she's not, but, um, you know, I think Cardi B is also proof that surprising, by the way, very surprising, surprising, by the way, um, Well, she's somebody who clearly started out in the whole social media thing, got into music, but then stuck in music, or at least, you know, for now. I mean, maybe five years down the road, she'll... Who knows? She'll go into acting or something. You know, or a daytime
1: a TV one. show. I can Her definitely day- see this, that as a. Oh my god! I would yes, fucking. It, yeah. I
0: would DVR every fucking episode. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Get the fuck out of here." You would actually watch maybe the first I, five episodes. I, well, I, you know, I would watch if it kicked Ellen off the air. I, I okay, would, I, okay, I would I would watch regardless, but I would watch every episode if it kicked Ellen off the air. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> not you know, I don't have any personal hatred toward Ellen. I'm just joking. But no, it's horrible.
1: Uh, as soon as I saw the yodeling kid, I just said, "All right, how many days until until he's on Ellen?" I think it took well, like four or five days. Well, you know
0: what? I, I would be more thoroughly entertained by Cardi B interacting with the yodeling yeah. kid than I would yeah, be by right. Ellen interacting with the yodeling kids. So right. even if Cardi B replaced Ellen, just did basically the same shit, uh, still I I would I would, I would <laughs> stand Cardi B so much harder, but yeah. um, but you know, at at the end of the day, I mean, I I agree with a lot of what you're you're saying, and and I feel like with the internet. Um, Until you get to a point where you're as famous as Cardi B, it sort of makes sense to, if you're a content creator of any sort, to have as many irons in the fire as possible. So if you have 2 million Instagram followers uh, and all you do is just make dumb, stupid viral videos, it totally makes sense, especially since it's easier than ever to... Just fucking grab some dude who will produce for you for little to no money, of which there are actually lots of great and decent producers on the internet right now, and just be like, hey, uh, uh, you know, produce a a song for me, and I'll just like rap over it, and that'll just be my single. I mean, you have legit major label artists who are paying some of these fucking guys like nothing to produce beats. So it's like, you know, what kind of expectations are sort of... um, uh, 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 glass ceilings are we talking about people who have Instagram comedy accounts um, facing when it comes to releasing music and getting a viral hit none nothing I mean I th- I think Jake Paul pretty much proved that with you know with having a, a number one song yeah. uh,
1: you know and, and yeah and I want to say that, that 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 doesn't always translate I think if if you're going to be the um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Boonk or Fatboy SSE
0: yeah, I I'm, I'm yeah, it boom.
1: doesn't it doesn't really translate because I mean he went viral for all the stuff that he was doing and then he put out music and it just hasn't resonated at all. So that's where I think there should be some credit given to the quality of the music. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to just say you just get loads of attention and then you funnel out a song and you put it for streaming and then it automatically blows up. It it has to there has to be something unique about it and that's the credit that i can at least give to takashi in this case that it just simply breaks down to there's a different infle- inflection in his voice there's an anger to it it's not it's not really emo it's not depressing he's found a niche within this generation where you know like w- we like we've been saying they will all be grouped up together because of the aesthetic the way they look but there's something that he's doing i think musically that's working with people it's just not all it's
0: not all bullshit, hundred percent. I mean, I, I agree. The music does have to sound good to the audience at the end of the day. Um, but I it's will not say, as stupid as we assume that yeah, that they are. no, no, no. I, I just think that um, it's it's not necessarily a stupid thing. I think it just comes down mostly to a marketability thing. Like, mm. like Jake Paul and Cardi B are obviously going to be much more marketable than a Takashi Six Nine, who is obviously going to be much more marketable than like a Boonk. Like he's obviously, you know, even though Takashi has lots of skeletons in his closet, we're talking about a guy who by comparison seems much more volatile and out of control and probably has like, you know, uh, Takashi's been at the music thing for a while. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he's not somebody who, sure, there were pictures of him that went viral because he like looks ridiculous, but he's always been somebody who has kind of been focusing on his music thing. You know, not somebody who just kind of like merely happened into it. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So let's move on to the next one over here, which I'm going to get into a bad baby right now because we were just kind of talking about social media stars and people kind of going viral and then getting into music, which I mean, I I think bad baby AKA the catch me outside girl is uh, exactly that. Danielle Bergoli. She's a prime example of that. And she's somebody who seems to be seeing just a, a whole lot of success right now. Uh, just for the fact that she has become this ridiculously popular and and gawked at and hated but simultaneously admired social media star off that whole Dr. Phil thing. <laughs> and, and now has entered the music game and even without dropping too much in the way of a track or a single has received an incredible amount of legitimacy just right off the board. Just because I guess people are... Magnetized by her personality and her reputation. I mean, it all kind of in, in a way starts with the endorsement in the Kodak Black music video that she uh, appeared in. And then we're talking about her getting signed to Atlantic Records. I mean, how many rappers out there are kind of toiling on SoundCloud and have incredibly viral tracks here and there, but are not sort of getting uh, you know, ushered in by uh, the Atlantic Records set with a, a large record contract? Uh, so right out of the gate, she has an incredible amount of legitimacy um, before even really having lifted a finger. And the first few tracks, literally, because she's probably not writing Oh, yeah, absolutely. Music. And the first few tracks really? she's come out with, like, actually sound kind of good. Now, is that because I think they're a mark of, like, great hip-hop or anything like that? No, not necessarily. <laughs> it's it's the other. It's yeah, the other. yeah. The The thing is, is that the bar has been so lowered that... She's living up to the expectations of what a rapper in 2018 needs to live up to, Mm -hmm. you know, she's pretty much checking all the boxes. She's doing everything that she needs to do. So I don't know, uh, as it may seem like she's completely illegitimate and shouldn't, you know, even be a discussion in the hip hop conversation. uh, To me, it, it, it sort of seems odd to sort of throw her into the bad rapper bank. Because, well, I mean, as, as far as standards today go, she's 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 doing what she needs to do. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Gu- Gucci flip
0: is is a record that
1: I've I've heard the record three, you know, for three or four years, I've listened to the same exact record, you know, w- w- with Yachty on it. And it's it's exactly like you said, there's 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 no. Um, there's nothing really to discuss here. It's the only thing that I think worth mentioning is is that she's had the benefit of at least um, having some attention taken away from her from the likes of uh, uh, little Tay. And I, I think little Tay helps her um, because there's this image that we have of these like young, up and coming i don't even know if little tay raps for christ's sake I have, I have no idea well she
0: she's about she's about to she's about to get into
1: the oh is into she the rap yeah from i hope she's ta- what i understand <laughs> i hope she talks about what happened recently with uh
0: with her being exposed and her mother losing her job and all that stupid shit um yeah that's that's actually like really sad for her mom <laughs> but it's really funny <laughs> but it's but it's really funny and i wonder where the hell what the, the fuck hell... are y'all
1: doing making videos talking about i mean i'm nine years old it's it's
0: hard. I, I need I need to look back at her Instagram and sort of see when the last time she posted on Instagram was. Oh
1: man. And you know
0: honestly honestly like what's gonna happen after this is just she she's she's just gonna start renting the cars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, she's just gonna start renting them because chances are at this point like it's probably to a point where she is making some money. You know. Now she she doesn't need to borrow the car from her uh, mom's employer. Like now she can probably just uh, 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 actually. Uh, uh, you know rent the cars herself if she wants to but still man what a weird thing to ask your boss uh, for, from again what i understand when i was reading the article it's like oh could my kids take some pictures yeah. <laughs> with your you know really expensive cars which like if that's the case why do you need the keys you know, why, why did you have the keys or whatever? You know, it's like she's there revving the cars yeah. and like, where did she get that same stack of money that she's just like, you know, f- like flipping out onto the ground every single time? Maybe, maybe that's fake as well. I, I really don't know. Mm. I mean, her mom might have that much green on her if she's uh, uh, sort of doing real estate in like a, uh, a you know, high end, yeah. a, a super high end area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I'm actually kind of excited for little Tay to. uh uh, to put out a mixtape or something because I, I feel like that's gonna, that that that's just gonna make everybody go absolutely fucking insane. Which everybody's gonna go insane.
1: Which will usher in a, a lot of aspiring under ten rappers. Mm. Like Little yes. Tay can seriously open up a floodgate of just just the floodgates of hell. I mean, she's already absolutely. Well, I mean, that's what I feel like Bad Baby did with her because I think you know she comes mm. from. You know, her and Woe Vicky come from her ribs. You know, I think it's the same I think they're the same animal and she's she's benefit. I find her more likable when I see her in my stories. I'm not as I'm not as annoyed. I don't know if that works for her more or it works less. I'm not her demographic, so I don't think it matters anyway. But I see her I see her like she's moving away from the whole Dr. Phil and all that because there's a maturation thing that's going on here. I know they had the little confrontation, too, but there's something there that little taste filling in a a void of hate. Like she's filling in this gap of hate that's supposed to go for Daniel Bregoli, but it's it's just not there anymore because we have this nine year old train wreck that that we just can't stop watching. But it's going to open up something really dangerous, especially because she keeps emphasizing the fact that she's nine, because that's going to make somebody yeah. come out and say, I'm seven years old. And, and, and then we're really headed towards somewhere where we don't we don't really want to go. Well, I think where we're headed toward is
0: probably the death of all this stuff. You think it's just going to get so ran into the ground, you think? It's, it's going to get so ran into the fucking ground. It's going to become so saturated because here's the thing. When anybody can do it, it's not special anymore. You know what I mean? But I think that's when, been the
1: case that's been the case for a while though. That,
0: well, I feel like I feel like right now we're we're almost hitting a point where it kind of reminds me of you remember in the 80s you used to have all that like awful, like bad novelty rap all the time everywhere? And then <laughs> I, I feel like that I feel like that partially contributed to the need, the necessity to kind of progress it into something just a little bit more hardcore that was more mm. difficult to copy. Because then it wasn't going to be something that people could just, you know, you could just literally have a nine-year-old on Instagram just being like, yeah, I'm a rapper now. Yeah, I'm a rapper now. Because at the end of the day, because that stuff is so controversial and because that stuff is so ridiculous, like the the people who want to make actual music, you know, the the type of people who back in the day like Waka Flocka or Lex Luger who just literally created this sound and not to say that they were the total originators of it, but created the sound just because they were passionate Mm -hmm. about it and they thought it was great. Um, it's those people who are going to end up suffering at the end of the day, the actual artists and the actual creators because they're going to find it more difficult to actually compete uh, in this sound and in this niche and in this, in this genre with the fe- I mean, how, how are you going to compete with a fucking nine-year-old yeah. who the entire internet fucking hates? You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. You know, it's that's... Especially in an age where you're talking about it doesn't matter if you're good. What matters is if you're getting attention. You know, if, if, if little Tay gets... Five billion hate streams On her new single You know, it, it doesn't It doesn't matter that they're hate streams All that matters is that it's five billion streams You know um, so. And ageism is working a lot it, it, it's, mm. it's a big component here mm. the, No, ab- absolutely Yeah, the ageism it's,
1: if, if, I'm, if I'm younger and I do it, it's just, it It just validates Everything about what I'm doing I'm, I'm doing it earlier than you So this is somehow an indication that I'll come that I'll just keep doing it which is something that I've always argued against I always argue against that and I use I use an example um that people probably hate me for but I always use it Illmatic as an example Nas doing it when he was so young and people think that that's like a mark of something but how many Illmatics has Nas created he's one of my favorite rappers of all time but how many classic classic albums has Nas created since then you know, because we always want to extrapolate it and say, well, if he did it at this age, then imagine what he's going to do in about 10 years or something. It's not its not always the case, but I think that's the narrative that they're running under. I'm nine years old. Can you, can you just imagine what I'm going to do when I'm 30? You're going to be working at Red Lobster when you're 30. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, that's, that's that, that that is true. That is the case. And and also, I mean, how many kids Nas's age when he was making that record have come out with records that are just as classic or just essential to the genre. So you're also mm-hmm. talking about something that is probably only happened like a few times in a generation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and not even just little Tay, I, I, th- I, th- I still think uh, uh, Bad Baby still has an effect to be had here because, you know, her record, whatever it is, has not dropped yet. And I feel like even though little Tay could usher in like, oh, you know, I'm a six year old rapper. I'm a nine year old rapper. I'm an eight year old flexer. Uh, I'm the youngest flexer. You know, I'm, t- I'm two years old. Um, even though she could definitely bring that in, I feel like Danielle is still like very much a Trojan horse um, because yeah. as soon as her shit drops, uh, like there're gonna be all types of like teenagers who are just like, all right, that's it. I'm just, I'm just gonna be a rapper now. I'm, I'm gonna be in the game. I'm gonna be a rapper. And, um, and, and the thing is like, there are a lot of people, there, there are a lot of Danielle Bregoli's out there, which is exactly why she's so popular. You know, sure. There are a lot of people out there who, who just love to hate her, but there are also a lot of people out there who, who really identify with her and who better to make music for that audience than people exactly like her, you know? And, and as soon as she sort of like ushers that in and sort of inspires people to sort of copy her, like, I feel like it's going to again kind of create a point where uh it's 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 going to create some some anguish in the community in the same way that you saw like Lamore get so popular so quickly you know talking about important issues um from you know from a supposed white perspective and and so on and so forth um you know you're going to see a lot of the same like uh 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 unhappiness you know over over a danielle getting famous um and, uh, and 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 I, th- I and I think that could potentially contribute to you know this attitude of okay It's not it's not cool anymore You know the, the the moment everybody can do it or the moment when people who we don't like Can do it and they're sort of dominating in it Like then it becomes instantly uninteresting or instantly uncool um, Not to yeah, to adults, but not to yeah, yeah you're right not to the children who want to be her. no not to the children who want to be her. well, well, here Well, here's the thing I think also simultaneously what's going to lead to things changing is that each generation of kids want to define themselves by something differently, you know, a different sound, a different direction, a different aesthetic, a different something. And eventually this is going to become the old thing. And this is going to become, you know, basically the the stale thing to do. And, um, you know, we'll we'll sort of see whatever the next generation brings, I guess. But um, again, I wouldn't necessarily say outright she's... A bad rapper, an awful rapper. I think she's an average rapper, you know? I mean, yes, even though absolutely. other people are probably, Which says a even lot. though other people are probably writing her shit, um, she sounds like she put in the practice on the track. Not that I think it probably takes a whole lot of practice to rap like Daniel bergali <laughs> but, um, you know, there were moments on like Cardi B's, you know, earlier mixtapes where she sounded like really off fucking tempo. And uh, and clearly with whatever they're doing with Danielle, whether it's a performance thing where, that she kind of honed or if they're just like editing the shit out of her vocals, uh, she sounds like it sounds together. You know, it's, it sounds together. Um, so let's move on to a, a, a rapper who I don't think either of us would would put on this list. Uh, but J. Cole, uh, who repeatedly with every episode of this that we do, it's funny because depending on who we talk about uh it it, it, well i guess what i want to try to say here is who we end up talking about in these lists depends entirely on like who just came out with an album uh you know what rappers are new what rappers are irrelevant now you know who's basically who are basically the new players in in the current landscape and in every episode so far album release or no album release j cole seems to come up like just j cole just has such passionate haters that just seems to follow him everywhere he goes, and um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I think he's overhated, which which is a term I saw somebody say the other day. Like J Cole doesn't blow me away. Some of his some, that sounds like a good album name. Yeah, by the way. probably uh, J J Cole over overhated. J Cole could probably come up with a song called o- Overhated, and and if he if he did a song about that concept, I would totally respect that. But um, you know, to me, he just sort of seems overhated. You know, I I don't quite get the J Cole hate. I get that. You know, he he maybe falls a little short of the mark when it comes to making supremely deep music, uh, according to some people, occasionally, according to me. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think he's making the worst music in the world.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's um, I think it's a it's it's a generational thing. I think just like Little Pump, obviously, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we're, we're throwing the 1985 track in here. Um th- mm. You you think J Cole's audience is old? Uh, J Cole's audience, I think, is mostly made up. If anyone taps into the forty-five, the fifty-year-old head, J Cole taps into that audience. He definitely does um, because he makes you know because he creates characters like Kill Edward. You know that audience is smart enough to get what he's doing. They're smart enough to get the satire and what he's doing. But um, it's it's he represents something just like Little Pump represents something. So. The opposition automatically hates him for it i mean i think up until when he came out with this album uh i think he mentioned this that they were they were fuck j cole chants for like a whole year ever since him and little pump had that little friction online or, or, or whatever it was so he he simply has taken on the face of of old heads even though i mean j cole's what he's like he's like all right he's like early 30s right
0: well, yeah, he's he's like the same age Jeez. as uh, Kendrick Lamar, and Kendrick Lamar has a very young audience, and and yeah. I think that a lot of J Cole fans uh, are a lot of his fans are younger too. Um, oh, there's I, a wide net. There's definitely a wide net. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a uh, probably a more of a mental thing than a generational thing. I mean, you're you're right. If there is a younger rapper who's appealing to older heads, J Cole probably is uh, not the only young rapper to be doing so, but no. Um, You know, I I think it's more of just like a a mental thing. And and I think it's really just more of his attitude that people must hate. You know, maybe people find it's condescending. Yeah, a little condescending or just like pretentious or, you know, hateful toward what these people are doing, you know, toward what younger rappers are doing. But um, after listening to a track like 1985, yeah, maybe it's, you know, it's looking down his nose a little bit, but I don't even see that track as being like. A Hateful track. In fact, I think it's one of the better tracks on his new record.
1: Well, I definitely saw it as a diss. I, I definitely you know, saw the me, record as a diss. That's one thing. I mean, um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a response. I mean, th- there was recently, were you able to hear, I think this dropped about maybe two days ago, uh, YBN uh, Corday, I think it's how you pronounce his name, he did a response it was yeah his his yeah. like
0: response track which yeah. I I it was thought that good. Was a good response I, I too. was
1: expecting because of the name of it I was triggered already <laughs> I was triggered old niggas but when you listen to it it was great I love the barbershop setting everything I I love the track I listened to it like maybe three or four times um, but it, but you know but but I really feel like that's what it is it's it's him being condescending is there's so many intelligent fans out there that they are quote-unquote woke, and they're very intelligent. They're university, you know, they go to university, and they're, they're very smart, they're young, and they don't want to be told that the music that they listen to is making them dumber. They, they, they have self-awareness. And I think J. Cole gets hate from, I think, his strongest base, which is that, the smart, the sort of mid-20s, uh, that crowd. It's like, Jay, we're smart. We want you to ascend somewhere else we want you to go somewhere else other than you know shooting at um you know shooting at these artists where you know you're you're totally safe here because if anybody comes at you you can just you know you that's why you make a record like 1985 you you're not sweating anybody challenging you you're not going at somebody like a you know just throwing out joiner lucas's name just for whatever reason just somebody who can actually come at you and will actually come at you you're you're playing the safe route, even though everything that you're stating is true. We can all agree it's true, but I think yeah, because you know, little pumps' response it's, is got That's all. It, that's all it's gonna be. So it works. It works. Why not, right? Um, it, he stamps himself as being the person in this generation, sort of like Jay Z was the person with the no more auto tune, who stamped it and said, "This is bullshit. Let's stop doing this." And he's stamping himself into history by doing it. And I think that's really all that was important. Um. That's all that was important to him. I saw he he uh, performed. What was that festival uh, just from a couple days ago where he performed it on stage while Little Pump was backstage. Um, -hmm. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, what?
0: what, I was I wasn't paying attention to that. But what was the uh, what was the reaction? No, I mean I I
1: think that's pretty interesting. I mean they showed a shot of Little Pump just in the back, just sort of nodding his head to it. I mean I guess maybe mocking him a bit. But he was playing 1985 and then he cut it and then he played the acapella to 1985 because he really wanted the crowd to listen. I think afterwards it just it didn't have that. I don't know. You listen to it and you let me know, but it just didn't have that punch. Uh, maybe the record's just not going to live for very long. But
0: Well, I, I think the record's probably not going to live for very long because I think what he's responding to isn't going to live for very long. You know, it's it's not like a, a, a universal theme. He's kind of responding to a very short trend. I mean, I think him responding to somebody like Little Pump, whose initial diss toward him was pretty weak um, to the point where I, I think most fans didn't even really remember it or pay attention to it by the time that Little Cole, uh, Little Cole, J. Cole responded to it. But um, uh, I, I think uh, I, I think the, the other issue is not only that, yeah, of course Little Pump is going to have a stupid response to whatever J. Cole says, but simultaneously what Little Pump is and what Little Pump is doing is not going to last for very long. Like J. Cole himself is going to outlast this trend and what Little Pump is doing. So it's going to sort of sound weird Uh, looking back to sort of, you know, kind of hear you going at this kind of miniature, now irrelevant uh, kind of blip on the historical map, um, you know, that that really kind of you were, you portray yourself as kind of being above.
1: Hey, I I, want to ask you something because I think um, that song, uh, when it came out, it made me think of, do you think there's something to be said about the fact that all all commentators you included we've wanted we've we've been saying this for years the internet's been saying this for years but the automatic uh the automatic (laughs) comment that you get if you say something like that is shut the fuck up you're just a hater you're hating on these young people but there's something to be said about it's just it's just what we give it's something that we put in the hand of the artist that we consider to be like you're the it guy or you're like one of three that you can say whatever you want and because you've had so much success you can speak from the podium um but so so it's like to me it's like truth isn't really truth it's just the messenger is 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 where it really that's what it matters because j cole didn't say that through the kill edward through you know everything outside of uh uh, you know, the personal stories and KOD, the commentary is nothing refreshing. It's 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 like, yeah, I know this already, but it's that's interesting to me that that's the online conversation. It's been the online conversation since the inception of the very first Little. It's always been that. But now it's like, finally, somebody said it. Someone finally said
0: it. Yeah, I mean, me personally, when I'm sort of negative toward you know, one of these newer rappers, I, I guess I, I have a bit, uh, th- there's probably some of that getting thrown at me, but it's not that bad because I think there are a lot of people who are familiar with just my track record because while, yeah, like I could fall on the side of J. Cole, like on that 1985 track, like as, as, as unnecessary as I thought it was, I do think he brings up some decent points in the track, but simultaneously people know that I like that little pump tape. Um, and, and that's the thing, like, I can like little pumps music while understanding that like he, he clearly doesn't conduct himself in a very intelligent way. J Cole conducts himself in a very intelligent way much of the time, but, you know, from what I've been able to observe um, you know, but I don't find his music as interesting sort of like for those very same reasons that you were saying, you know, like, Oh, the, the commentary wasn't that refreshing and so on and so forth. And when you, when, and when that's kind of what you partially market yourself on, like, Hey, my commentary is great. I make great commentary. Like I'm going to go into your record expecting that uh, and, and sort of having a high bar of expectation for that because, I mean, number one, you've built it up, and number two, there you have contemporaries who are doing really great contemporary, uh, really great commentary. Um, and really, at the, at the end of the day, I feel like those are the two-fold issues that people have with, with J. Cole. It's either his attitude or it's the fact that he's, he's falling short of some kind of expectations that people have going into the record Given what not only him, but also his fans, you know, sort of seem to uh, the narrative they push about him.
1: Uh, Another question.
0: Um, Okay,
1: with KOD, obviously you hear a song like ATM and ATM is, you you know what he's saying. uh, And you hear a song like Brackets. Is that confusing? In your eyes. I mean, is it confusing to make a track where you're obviously saying or motive or motivate, which I think kind of like ATM and that you could sort of group it up together and it's just like, yeah, get your money, get your money. That's that's all the messages and you're driving yourself crazy. But then I'm going to make a song like Brackets where I'm actually stressed out about my money. And I think there should be an app (laughs) about (laughs) what I want to pay, where I want my taxes to go to. Um, is that confusing because
0: you have two different messages about money It wouldn't be the first time that J. Cole has been a little contradictory on an album I mean he himself has you know, made tracks where he sort of seems to fall on both sides of the fence with Oh, well, you know, I'm being like a, a, a Mac daddy and I'm like sleeping with a lot of women. But also, you know, I, I love my significant other and I'm trying to like fold clothes for. So, yeah, exactly. You know, fold clothes and, you know, eat cereal with the almond milk and that sort of thing. You know, more, a more domestic Jake hole, So, you know, clearly he falls on both sides of the fence on, on other issues as well. I, I didn't necessarily see Motivate and Brackets being polar opposites, though, like conceptually. Um, I mean, maybe in, in in the most surface level sense, but I think when you get down to a lot of what he's saying on brackets, especially when you're talking about uh, him as a black man paying taxes into a system that negatively affects the types of communities that he came from, um, you know, th- then, then I think you're really kind of getting to the core of, of a track like brackets. And, and, and I understand what he's saying. I see what he's saying. It's just two messages about uh it's 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 two messages
1: about money that you know both are both are very real but it, at the same time is like does it have any room does it have any room on the same on the same album is just what I wonder.
0: Well, you know that that's another kind of issue that I have with a lot of Jake Cole's music which I don't know if it's it's that big of a problem with a lot of other people. But um you know another issue that I have with some of his albums consistently is that I feel like he's hinting toward doing something conceptual. But when you actually look at the grander scheme of how all the tracks work together, like they they don't really reinforce each other or they don't really build off of each other narratively. Um, Again, it sort of seems like that just on the surface, like, oh, man, this looks like it's going to be a concept. It's going to be a concept j cole's coming through with a concept but then you actually like look at the way all the tracks work together or rather don't um that expectation kind of falls flat you know and and not that you need a concept you can just have a bunch of fucking tracks that all sound good together to have a good record but to me continually i think that that is something that j cole uh implies again and again and again that this is going to be a concept this is going to be an idea uh this is going to be a theme and it just sort of ends up falling flat because that that just doesn't get delivered (laughs) <laughs> Speak for yourself, buddy. I can't wait to talk about Russ. So, I mean, you know, still <laughs> considering all of that, I, I probably would not put him on this list. Because, I mean, he's he's somebody who, more than most people on this list right now, um, uh, you know, he's somebody who I would probably love to hear just no beat at all. You know what I mean? Somebody Somebody who I know as a rapper could totally go a cappella and he would sound good you know he'd sound good on the mic he would have a good performance he'd have a great flow he'd be consistent he'd probably have a theme or topic or idea for that particular freestyle or something I mean would every bar be gold not necessarily but you know he's somebody who from the traditional standpoint of a rapper I, I could I, I definitely see um, as, as worthy of more respect than a lot of other people placed you know onto this list right now but um, I just think it, J. Cole just continually falls short of expectations on the conceptual side of things and, and in the grander scheme of, of things when it comes to, you know, actually making songs and making records. And, and that's the thing, you know, there are a lot of rappers out there who, you know, who are in the battle rap community, for example, but, you know, being r- a really great battle rapper is not the same thing as being able to make a record It's not the same thing as being able to write a song. Um, you know, which uh, you've, you've seen, there are a lot of, there've been a lot of people who've tried to kind of transition sort of out of that circle and into a, a more sort of record industry type circle. Um, and have you know, kind of failed miserably because those talents don't necessarily translate to a commercial record, um, all the time. Yeah. And jo- Joe button
1: can even show you that from a re- reverse standpoint, making records and coming into the battle rappery, it
0: doesn't mix either. Yep. So it's like, it's one way. Of Absolutely. All right, let's talk about uh, who, who you just brought up, uh, Russ, who I, I also think somebody, uh, what I want to try to say here is that I think he's also someone who gets hate for the same reasons that J. Cole does. Uh, and, and let's go to the, the, I think what I believe is the quote Metro Boomin had. Uh, about him after that comment that he had about producers ruining hip hop and so on and so forth. It's not even that his music is awful, but people just find him to be to be whack in spirit. Yeah. So just based on that alone, I, I feel like people find Jay Cole to be that way as well, but Russ is obviously a much worse case. Um yeah, I I feel like Russ is is a sole example of really just kind of his his what people see as his public attitude as as being a huge turnoff. Dehoosh. Just a dehoosh. <laughs> just, a, just a hateable personality. Just so hateable. And, you know, let, let's dispel a bit of a myth here because I've been questioned on this numerous times. And uh, and people say to me, um, you know, well, well, what's wrong with Russ? Isn't he just egotistical like a rapper should be? Mm-hmm. Isn't he just ego? Isn't isn't that all this is? Isn't he just being egotistical? Aren't rappers supposed to be egotistical? Why are, why are people hating Russ for being egotistical? Isn't that, isn't that what he's supposed to? Uh, be?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it's being egotistical. I think you he teeters between just being bitter. Yes, I think Abs- that there's a there's absolutely. a huge difference. And I yes. think it, it sides more to being bitter. Uh, when he made the comment about um, I think it was about mumble rappers, where he was like, "Well, everything isn't like what you see. Like you see all these people, and you think they sell out all these venues, but they need." they need three or four artists to sell out the venues that I sell out by myself. So in actuality, I'm really the guy that's winning. And it's like, well, why do you feel like you have to point that out? I mean, if, if that's working for you, there's you know, you could point out somebody like Tech Nine. I'm sure Tech Nine could have said that eight years
0: ago. Mm, yeah. You know Tech Nine could have said so, that. So I think what Russ doesn't understand is that he he appeals to a super niche group of listeners, mm-hmm. like who are very passionate and love his stuff. Yeah. But I think he's somehow mistaken that for like mainstream success or like somehow being better or, or more popular or more or more relevant than the mumble rappers who he who he critiques and he goes at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you know, you have some pretty big songs, but like it's 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 not it's not Gucci gang. You know what I mean? Like there aren't eleven-year-olds quoting your songs. Is like you sound like a label exec, Russ. You got a lot of songs, but uh, where, where's your Gucci Gang? <laughs> it's true though. It's true though. You know, twelve, twelve-year-olds and eleven-year-olds are not yeah. are not uh, uh, quoting your songs in like group chats is like a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, I have a friend of mine who uh, who sent me a screenshot of a phone and said, uh, th- this, is, this is my 11-year-old texting uh, her friends right now. And it's just back and forth. It's just Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci wow. gang. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> and it's like no, nobody's doing that with a Russ song. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing that with a Russ song. Like people love your music, but I don't know, just be happy with the fact that – be happy with the fact that you're not in the industry because yeah. at the end of the day, like – you know, Little Pump, I mean, as much as I like the guy's music, like, he's he's probably just, like, getting chewed up and spit out as soon as, like, the sound that he's on becomes less relevant. You, you think the record label is going to stick by him and be like, you know, let's let's just develop him a bit more. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> there's a lot here. You know, as, as soon as there's another 17-year-old who looks and dresses more ridiculously and has a bigger hit song than Little Pump, Little Pump gets put on the back burner. Yeah. You know, right now you're totally on this independent, at least from what I understand, wave, and you're doing your own thing. And from what you say, you know, you do everything yourself. I do my own beats, even though your beats are just a snare and a fucking kick and a hi-hat and a keyboard. <laughs> um, <laughs> you do your own beats, you do your own mixing. Like, you know, I, I get it. It sounds like one person did all of it. Uh, but, I mean, it's working for you. So, I mean, I, I guess just enjoy that just do that but yeah you know it's it's really that bitterness and and for what like you're incredibly successful what do you have to be so fucking bitter about
1: yeah yeah the, the music even the music even shows it too which is fine but i think when there's a combination mm. of your bitter comments and your music is braggadocious that's that's where the ego comes in it's totally fine for you to say it in the music but since you're not a large artist it sounds like you're talking to the people in the front row at your shows you're not mm. as successful as I am. What do you do? What do you do with your life? I just—it sounds so personal, and it's just like I—I'm in a small room with you. Since you're—you're you're, you're big, but you're not as big as a Drake, even though your music is sort of under his umbrella. I—I I, I believe mm. it—it—it's like it—it it sounds. I don't know. It sounds like you're talking to a few people. It's—I don't know. It's—it's it's off-putting. It's very off-putting. Even though I think he's—I think he's skilled. I—I I, I like a few. You know, he's gone viral with it with a lot of songs. Uh, yeah, he has. Yeah, so they, you're absolutely right. It's like, dude, just appreciate. Listen to DJ Khaled. Be grateful for the fact that you have the niche audience that you have. And there's no need. Look, at the same time, it, it makes it warms my heart as, as somebody who's a who, who's a part time just old head that, you know, occasionally just hates and spews his bullshit about the, the the fact that I'm just bitter about the music that's out there right now. I love the fact mm. that Russ is in his mid twenties and he shows his discontent. For The current wave of music I appreciate hmm. it so much But it's just when he goes into the N plus When he gets into the finances of everything It's just It's it's something that 50 bought about in the game And it's Stuck with so many artists And it just doesn't work for them When they start talking about finances And what they do It just doesn't work for you It doesn't work for
0: everybody Don't break the fourth wall I don't I don't want to know about that I don't want to know about what you do yeah, and I think his attitude just causes people to probably hyperanalyze his music a little bit harder than they would normally if he was just like yeah. chill or laid back because while his songs are not terrible um and his rap ability is not bad um it's it's not like what he's doing is is entirely original. You know what I mean? And it feels like there's just like a lot of bitterness about just like oh i'm not accepted in the industry and for what reason he thinks that that's the case i really don't know um from him generally i just kind of get this very just general general vibe of just anger that he's not sort of uh respected in the hip-hop community in, in the same way that other rappers are who might be doing similar numbers than he is but I think at the end of the day, it's it's really just kind of an attitude thing. I think it's, uh, you know, you attracting more flies with honey than than fucking vinegar. Uh, because I think at the end of the day, like, when you get records and songs that are going platinum again and again and again and again, like, if you just chill and you just, like, allow that to happen, like, other people are going to see your success and gravitate toward that. Look at Post Malone, who still to this day, like, a lot of people in the hip-hop community don't like him. Uh, but he's still incredibly successful And you don't see anybody turn down a fucking chance to feature on his records. You know what I mean? Because even if he's not the most likable guy, even if he's not uh, sort of uh, what what people want to let into the hip hop community, and he's had some off-color remarks about what Mm -hmm. he thinks about hip hop and so on and so forth, like there's still a magnetic need. Yeah, even with that, there's still a magnetic need for rappers to work with him because he has so much attention on what he's doing. Um, and, and to Russ's credit, he had a uh, uh, a track recently, a feature recently with that JIDK kid uh, who, you know, is a pretty good up-and-coming rapper. But the thing is, like, you know, he's maybe a little bit more on the lyrical side of things and and might sort of see a point to a lot of the uh, attacks that Russ levies, you know, at a lot of these younger sort of maybe more mumble rap type artists. Um, but the thing is, like, I think there are some instances in which he can even find him working in those contexts but now i feel like that door has just been entirely shut to him because he's just like i do everything myself i'm the best i'm the best i'm the best all you guys do drugs and you suck i hate that i hate this about you i hate that about you and i feel like it's come to a point where he's just kind of attacking things about the culture not because he thinks they're legitimately bad things but just because he's trying to attack any soft spot because he just sees himself as like being outside of the castle and he's just like hurling rocks at. it. Yeah. He's,
1: he's, bl- he's blaming, uh, he's blaming others. I feel like if he got to a certain point, he, he'd be similar to Kanye. I think he would have big rust speeches at award shows. I, I oh definitely God. feel like oh he's God. that
0: he's that he's made. He's up that ilk. God, you're fucking right. That's such a, that's such an astute yeah. observation. Yeah. Oh, God, it would be cringe. It would definitely be cringe. <laughs> Let's move on to the next rapper. Now that you said cringe, because I think there are a lot of people who hate this rapper for for reasons of cringe, and that's Logic. Um, you know, I, I don't mind Logic. I think he's a talented rapper. I think he raps pretty well as far as flow goes. He's got impressive flows. He's got a bit of a weird thing going on with Joyner Lucas, where Joyner's, like, uh, claiming that he, like, ripped off a bunch of shit from him and people really give him shit on that biracial thing. Like, I I feel like they, I feel like (laughs) they, they act like he says it more than he actually, than he actually does. Like he does not bring it up as much as people say he brings it up.
1: He's been memed. Yeah. That's, That's, you know, it's,
0: it's, it's 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 the memes are kind of dogging him, but I think there are a lot of people out there who are just kind of like really tired of him and just really don't like him. I mean, I got so many responses saying, yeah, logic's the worst. I hate logic, which again, you know, considering the inclusion of Russ and logic here, Uh, You know, it sort of seems like even though we could agree like, hey, you know, Little Pump and Playboy Cardi, they're not that technically sound, not that technically sound. From a certain standpoint of technicality, we could argue, well, you know, these rappers are bad or they're not that good. But I think with the fact that you have so many people here mentioning Russ, mentioning uh, uh, Logic, two rappers who can clearly rap a J. Cole as well. I think it just goes to show that, like, in so many respects, like, this genre it can be, like, very much like a popularity contest. You know what I mean? Do, do I like your personality? Do I like who, mm-hmm. w- what I perceive you to be as a person? Because if I think you're annoying or if I think you're bitter or if I think you're uh, 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 obnoxious in any kind of way, like, I can't fuck with your mm-hmm. music. Because I, I feel like in a way that that's part of what logic is suffering from here. I, I don't know if if you feel the same. Uh, way. Y-
1: yeah, it's it's um for me it's the most recently it's coming off of the Joiner Lucas conflict. It's coming off mm. of it with his response to it. I I forgot the name of the uh, of the record, but his response was just like. Dude, I am literally positivity. Like you were speaking to the concept of positivity, so I don't even understand. It's so it's it, I can't even I don't have the vocabulary to just to just articulate how terrible and how condescending and how just like disgusting that all is. It's like, dude, if you're going to address the guy, address him. Maybe it's legitimate that you stole the suicide uh, idea from him You know maybe you did Maybe you stole yeah. like an artist I have no idea But the fact remains Art, Artists steal yeah, shit from they, each other It all happens the time. all the time So it, it, it's, it's one of those things where If you present yourself like Like Logic presents himself As sort of just like this lyrical Rapid fire guy who many times Just rips off other people's styles But there's a certain logic that I love I, I love I love under pressure logic You know I love mm. I love when he sounds like that I mean particularly that record Not just that album But you know I like gang related logic I, I I, don't I'm not a big fan of the everybody logic Even though he can He can make the biracial songs He can do it right You know he did, he did that with Take It Back on, on that album Like I can tolerate the biracial logic But there's something about somebody Who presents themselves in a certain way And then they sort of cower away When they're confronted with something Like I always feel like if you're this lyrical guy, then if somebody goes at you and you decide to respond, then go at them. Don't just say, hey, dude, this, there's a lot of neg- negativity to what you're saying. Compete. Compete. Like, make a decision, Logic. Like, who do you want to be? I'm white. I'm black. I am positivity. I am, I, like, I just, Logic's identity to me is just, I don't know what he is. You know, so I think he belongs mm. on this list because, like you said, personality, yes, he
0: he belongs on this list for that reason. So so you feel like even even though, again, he has sort of those technical aspects down uh, personality does play a big role for you. And it is a huge it is yes. a huge turnoff. And yes, because because he's attempting to uh, he, he's attempting
1: to do what so many people who we consider to be legit rappers is he attempt he has a cause that he's fighting you know and apparently he's chosen suicide mm. <laughs> he he's chosen that and it's a very noble cause but at the same time you can take yourself very seriously en route mm. to that and i think that's what's happened here i'm saving lives with my music out of the way mm. out of the yeah. way i i am peace love and positivity it's 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 like ugh. It's, it's kind yeah, of having,
0: having a bit of a, a savior complex in your music can be kind of a turn off. I, I think kendrick is mm. Bordering a little bit on that lately, but not pushing it so hard that it's ruined his music or anything like that But but a savior complex can definitely be a turnoff.
1: So, so, okay So I have another question So I saw your Bobby Tarantino two review and I think you pointed out something that I believe to be true as well You know with regard to him uh, Just just sort of blatantly just taking away other artists styles where it's basically a statement of is that what they're doing? I can do that. I can do that. I can do that oh yeah where does that where, where where's that where's that going where is the the constant theme
0: of him obviously doing this where's that going i i really don't know honestly i i think in a way um he almost sees that as like what a successful rapper is i, I don't <laughs> i i really don't know um i i Maybe in some kind of twisted way, he sees that as creativity or proving yourself. I I really have no idea where he would have even gotten that idea because I can't even name another artist who is or was as mainstream as him. And it it seems like one of their telltale telltale characteristics is that they're like a chameleon, you know? Yeah, yeah, again, I just just don't know where he would get that idea. I mean, you know, I, I guess you could say... Little Wayne, with a lot of his earlier mixtapes, you know, bodying other people's beats and that sort of thing. You know, maybe that's a point of reference, but just sort of just copying some other rapper's entire style. um yeah, I just don't really know where that where that comes from. and And to me, that that's kind of another mark against logic. That's another thing that persistently has been a kind of obnoxious thing about his music. and And I'm just not really sure what. He thinks the appeal of that is, I mean, maybe uh, it works for, um, you know, more surface level, more surface level music listeners who, you know, don't really have that much allegiance to any particular artist, but they just like the way some certain songs sound, you know. So he's just Mm -hmm. kind of throwing tracks out there to be like, well, you know, this will work for the Kendrick fans and this will work for the Travis Scott fans and so on and so forth. It's more of a marketing...
1: a market to every to everybody and and that and ensure my success because I'm pretty sure Bobby Tarantino too did did well I'm not sure what the numbers are
0: yeah I'm pretty sure it did, well, sure it did well too um, you know maybe not so well that uh, he got a 30 million dollar record contract which there were some people uh, calling out as not being true um, <laughs> but I'm I'm sure I'm sure uh, it did well um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, Logic is another rapper who technically I wouldn't necessarily say is is an awful rapper. I wouldn't say is a terrible rapper. I wouldn't eagerly throw on this list. But he is another rapper who maybe not quite as much as Russ. Definitely not as much as Russ. Uh, But he he is a rapper who I think some people just sort of see as being whack in spirit. And I do think it does have to do with the copying. I do think it does have to do with, like, a little bit of pretension despite the fact that, like, he's not wholly original. He's not that interesting. And, um, uh, you know, also, uh, he, d- he does have a bit of a savior complex in his music, too, uh, especially on his previous record where, you know, you have the space themes and, um, you know, they're, they're listening to the album that, that changed everything. We have to listen to the album, the artist that changed it all. <laughs> it's like what
1: was this space scene was that the one with uh with the thalia which one was on
0: that? The, uh, the front cover of the incredible true story where he's sort of like holding the uh uh the, the 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 sort of steering right yeah he's flying some spaceship yeah uh that that's the one where the people who were on the ship were talking about oh what are we gonna listen to oh let's listen to the music the, the artist that changed it all <laughs> the artist that saved the world which if you do it if you did it well it
1: could work i mean it, it could it's it's creative it's like yeah it's it's very self congratulatory it's it's like yeah whatever but if you do it well then we're in
0: you know we're always in when you do it well if your music is so good that you literally are that artist like i can't i can't really i can't really argue against it you know and and that's the thing Tanya like Kanye could get away with it when drake says some shit like that or when kendrick says some shit sort of on that super egotistical I'm influencing everything I'm changing everything kind of level. I can't totally disagree because like well, yeah, you kind of are you know. (laughs) But like in the case of logic, that's just so not the case who out there is copying fucking logic Mm -hmm. You know who out there wants to sound like logic logic wants to sound like everybody fucking else, you know So it's like what, what is a logic song? I know what his voice sounds like which is probably the one telltale sign of his music that when I hear a logic song I know. Oh, well, that's logic but who out there is really copying logic? What does a logic song sound like that no other song sounds like There's no answer to that question yeah so yeah i I think you know there's a bit of a too much self congratulation uh self congratulatory <laughs> Too too many self congratulatory themes listen, and in a lot of his music uh, as well. You're just, you're just being negative, bro. I mean, just, whatever. just being negative, he's saving the exactly. world, and that's that's all there is. You're to taking it. the all you're right. taking the tools out of the
1: heart surgeon's
0: hands. So right let's uh, we we have a few more left. Uh, let, let's get into the next one. Uh, probably one of the more controversial rappers in the list over here. XXX Tentacion. Um, Xxx Tentaciona, I don't we've never even had a conversation or even a minor back and forth online about him, so I really have no idea what, what your take on him or his music is at all.
1: Uh well X is again, um has all the looks, but sounds nothing like his quote unquote contemporaries. He doesn't sound like anybody. Um last year I think he really tried to corner the market on this you know on, on the suicide thing which um at some points you, you know you don't know if he's if it's a cause that he has or if it's something that he's trying to really just just profit off of you know it saved me and what's sad but my opinion about xx is he he's capable of a lot of different styles i mean you saw in the double xl freestyle where he also took a shot at j cole um uh you, you see that he's got the potential to do different things. And I think he's one of the better examples of what it's hard for me to understand sometimes or what it's hard for my ear to adjust to is just how these newer artists are, are using melody. I think he, with Sad itself, with, with a song like Sad itself, it's something that I wouldn't have found myself to be a fan of, but I enjoyed. So I think he has a great ear for music. The hated part for me comes into the to the fact that he has to he has to preface his album it's just a part of him but preface his album by saying that you have to open up your mind to this he he can very much be a cult leader you know that he could mm. that's what that's how cult <laughs> leaders are made up you know it's like yeah. adjust your mind this is going to put you on a new frame of consciousness and enjoy These yeah are my if, if
0: you're not getting it your mind hasn't been adjusted yeah
1: and we're going to be in the circle at four you know, if you don't want to join, then, you know, sip, sip on. Yeah, it's so it's I think that's where it comes in. And obviously, the the sexual, uh, not the sexual stuff, the domestic uh, battery, all, all that, all that stuff, um, which I want to, uh, you know, which I saw you commented about the all, all the Spotify stuff. But um, do you feel do you feel
0: like he belongs on this list? Uh, from a technical and, and an artistic standpoint no not necessarily the the only record of his i truly gave an awful review and that i thought was terrible was the one album where he's like rapping the least you know what i mean was that like, 17 that, that 17 okay. record where it's just kind of like a yeah, like a weird emo folk record where the songs just barely sounded even finished and awfully recorded. And it just sounded like generally terrible to me. Yeah, um, There were a few rap, rap E songs on there, but it's barely even a rap album. Um, you know, really, when I first got turned on to him and I was mostly enjoying his stuff was when he just kind of had those early hyper aggressive, you know, screaming yeah. like, you know, just like six, nine. Ah, uh, those early SoundCloud singles that went super viral, and I was like, okay, you know, this is like fucking turn up and fucking then go down to hell, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, there was something really extreme and animalistic and crazy about it. Um, I saw a lot of the Death Grips fans fucking with uh, some of it at first because a lot of his like earlier songs, like you know, uh, sipping tea in your hood and that sort of Look shit. At me, yeah. uh, you know that that sh- that shit went super like viral, but also like there was like a meme component to it as well. Um, he also had um, uh, he had that What in Tarnation song or whatever uh, that had like a meme album cover. So clearly he's like a rapper who's very conscious of memes and the meme community and, uh, and memes in music and, and is not afraid to sort of incorporate that into his stuff if he wants to or if he needs to, um, you know, for, from like a marketing perspective or to just sort of like add a bit of lyrical flair to whatever he's doing. Uh, But like looking at a lot of his earlier tracks, like pre-Revenge, pre-17, like all those Lucy type tracks that he was just like dropping because he has a lot of singles, just like a lot of random drops, like for a long time before he actually started releasing stuff on a much more commercial level. Um, He has quite a bit of versatility in his back catalog. You know, you have those uh, hyper aggressive look at me type tracks, which it seems like nowadays he's trying his hardest not to do another song like that. Which is interesting because that's almost like the antithesis of what you would expect from an artist cut from that cloth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, probably for the rest of his very short-lived career, we're going to see Takashi Six Nine making the same song over and over and over. Yeah, uh, it seemed like very early on, like once X got big off of those tracks, he did not want to make another song like that again. Uh, I think that's in a way as awful Seventeen was. Uh, that was partially an attempt by him not to make the same song over again. Um, not to make the same kind of music over again. You know, it's like I'm big now, people are expecting me to make a certain type of track, the the type of music that I got viral off of, but I'm going to hit them with a left hook and do something completely different, do something completely outside of their expectations and, you know, do like these sad guitar songs. Um, But again, looking into his back catalog, there's quite a bit of versatility. You do have those more aggressive tracks, you do have boom bap type tracks and jazz rap type tracks and tracks that are more ignorant tracks that are more conscious so artistically i do think there's a lot to him and i think that's also the case with his newest project that you know the question mark project even though there are clearly some songs on there where he's just like jerking off and bullshitting you know like that i don't even speak spanish song lol uh which is like one of the worst tracks i've heard all year Uh, there are some tracks on there like rap tunes and like almost like punk and rock type tracks that that go over pretty well and um I don't know if if I have a hard time struggling to put him on this list, it's really only for the reason that he he just refuses to be a rapper and simply a rapper. You know what I mean? Like when I hear him on a tracker, when I hear a feature it it sounds fine, it sounds decent. he's okay. You know, I'm not like necessarily blown away or anything, but it, it sort of seems like he's trying to define himself by much much more than that artistically. Does he always do it well? I mean, I think he misses more than he hits a lot of the time because I think um, in, in a way he's kind of like a, he's dabbling in everything, but he's not necessarily a master of anything. You know what I mean? Um, he's not doing any one thing so incredibly well that it's like, whoa, holy shit, because it's like he insists on not being pigeonholed for whatever reason. Um, and I sort of wonder how long he can get along doing that because I feel like building an audience you could sustain yourself off commercially kind of, I don't know, at least, uh, by prior, you know, because things are probably changing in the age of streaming by, uh, prior knowledge, you know, from what you and me know, uh, being younger and sort of listening to records and following artists in the music industry, there needs to be some kind of stylistic cohesion or consistency there. You know what I mean? To keep the audience coming back, Mm -hmm. but he just sort of seems to be all over the fucking place. And, and and he continues to be successful uh, despite that lack of consistency. But who knows for how long?
1: Yeah, um, b- being being an artist's artist to say I don't want you to pigeonhole me if I get popular for this certain thing, but I'm going to completely change it. That's great in theory, but it can be very harmful towards people. Identify people need to identify you for something. They have to, they have to figure out. I mean, you'll always have your core, but. There's a certain style that you have to have Where people recognize it That has to be a thing And I think to be an artist so much to, to, to that fault Of I'm going to recreate myself Because when he was making those hype records I mean what was the What was the time between that and 17 Maybe like a year and a half maybe That's a very short period of time yeah. Like I think you have to pace yourself And t- t- take something out of the, 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 the 6-9 playbook And just Keep at it, maybe 6, nine will change. He probably won't, but that's probably something that he could have benefited off of. I also don't think he's very prolific. I, I don't think he's going to be. I think everything is going to be pretty spread out and uh, you're not going to get a lot of music from him, which is probably what's going to carry him out, I think, a few more years longer than all the other people in his age bracket, I believe. I think he'll stay in music a whole lot longer because of that reason and because he wants to recreate himself um, every now and then. I certainly don't want to hear any more records like Seventeen. I, I don't want to hear that anymore. And that's, but I think that's the audience that he speaks to. He speaks to the audience of, um, you know, sort of in the way that Cuddy, Cuddy speaks to that audience. He speaks to the audience of the people in the back of the class and, uh, and of course our friend Hobson. It's, it's, they're all in that, in that same group um, I think they have the same audience pretty much. Um, people that see themselves as underdogs and they feel like they need some sort of support. But I don't think it's as extreme as Logic and his hero complex. I think it's, I'm just like these people, so I'm making music for these people. Whereas Logic looks at it like, I'm going to save these
0: motherfuckers because they need, they need me. Yeah, I think um, I, I think X is probably uh, appealing to that same crowd, but with, with a much darker edge. Logic is kind of like the um, the weekend camp youth group, you yeah. know, uh, uh, administrator of of the rap game. You know, it's like, hey, things are hard, yeah. but we're all in this together. Uh, XXX Tentacion is just like the dark alleyway, sort of like goth kid drug dealer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who is just like smoking like chain smoking just like what the fuck is the point of life you know know, when i cut myself and 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 you say earlier that you you didn't sort of see the appealing or you didn't quite get the 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 whole little peep phenomenon he he very much appeals to the same group of people Mm. you know people who in my negative coverage of his stuff you know responded to me and said hey well you know i personally have had like a lot of emotional and addiction issues and, yeah. and and his music sort of speaks to me on that level. So you know he, he very much has like a bit of a, a sad outcast kind of vibe to his music as well, which I think X probably most likely appeals to that same group too. I think with X, a lot of the hatred toward his stuff comes from just merely again his reputation, his personality, the fact that he needs to throw a caveat before each record just to be like hey man if if you're not open to this it's just such a not it's just such a bad look the thing is like if the music's good the music's good it's going to speak for itself mm-hmm. you know what i mean not only that but i mean maybe there is reason to kind of argue for what he's saying because a lot of what he was delivering on that album wouldn't necessarily appeal to strictly like a hip hop audience but I feel like you've already kind of broken the floodgates on that on 17. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If people are still fucking with you after 17, then they're clearly willing to hear almost anything from you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, if the transition into this like sad bedroom recorded folk music didn't sort of ruin your career. Like if you make a rock song or something with like a little bit more of a pulse, like it's uh, I don't I don't think it's going to like, you know hurt your numbers or anything like that because it it seemed like that interlude a lot of it was emphasized on okay well this is a more alternative sound okay Mm -hmm. so just be ready for that and um you know it's it's kind of interesting consistently in the in the rock community there's always this discussion of like oh you know rock is dead guitar music is dead it's dying nobody likes guitar music anymore you know it's old hat just old people like it but simultaneously you have these dudes like Kid Cudi and X and and there's some other rappers out there too who it sort of seems like they're doing everything they can to find ways to work guitar into into their music I mean even Brock Hampton is an example of as they have like a few guitar songs on on their records um so it's like there's kind of like this new wave of rappers out there who are like not afraid of the guitar and use it quite often and it's almost like th- this discussion of guitar music and rock music being dead is sort of Mm-hmm. Being had completely outside of that with, with like absolutely no understanding that there's kind of this mini trend within rap right now Where they're like, yeah, we're gonna actually just end up making rock music So in the future with a last question on him So in the
1: future with him, do you think he'll be making anything that sounds like rap at all by the end of his career?
0: You know, I, I think it, for for him going forward He's probably just going to continue to balance what he does With a million other genres at the end of the day What I would what I would really like to hear from him is just songs that sound a little bit more finished You know, Ah, or just mm -hmm. something that sounds like he's just put a little bit more effort into it. There was a lot on that record, on his newer record, even though I think it was an improvement over seventeen. That sounded like it was just super effortless and off the cuff. And you know, if if you're gonna have some kind of preface at the start of your record about how fucking serious it is and how I need to open my mind to what's going to be going on on it, Mm -hmm. and then there are multiple parts on it where it sounds like you didn't even take the track that seriously. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a turnoff and it's a bit of an inconsistency like there's no reason to have tracks like that in your record if you're going to kick the whole thing off be like okay yeah. man it's going to be a really deep it's a deep experience okay and if you're just not open to it if your mind's not open it's if you don't like it, it's just because your mind's not open okay
1: um, but it's going to be minimal but it's, I think uh, you should have thrown that word in there maybe maybe. It's minimal, okay.
0: It may be unfinished, but it's deep, bro. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get to the last uh, person on the list here, who I, I actually don't have it's, a whole lot to... Same. To say yeah, about same. personally, and, and that's Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid. You know, I mean, I, I could potentially see myself throwing him on this list, and, and only for the reason that, honestly, I could not pick him out of a lineup. I, I really could not. After hearing multiple Rich the Kid features and multiple Rich the Kid songs, like... What it, What is your style? What is your sound? What is your voice? What is, what is your anything? I really have no idea. I feel like in a lot of ways, he's kind of, for me, replaced Big Sean as like hip hop's most non-essential character. Um, You know, because for a moment, I just thought like... Ah, Big Sean gets so much hate. I... Yeah, you know, I mean, for well, I think he's gotten a little bit better. I think, yeah, I think he has gotten better. You know, I, yeah. I think, I think Big Sean. I think that control verse ruined his career, but <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know, I, I think he has grown into himself a little bit more <laughs> since the control verse, and and has made music that I think has proven uh, that he's a bit more essential yeah. than he was, uh, you know, earlier in the decade. But I'm just like not really seeing the necessity for a Rich the Kid right mm-hmm. now like what are you bringing to the table that nobody else is bringing i i, I really have no idea
1: yeah uh, uh d- the same there isn't um there's there's not much for me to say about rich the kid um first time i heard uh plug walk was on snapchat first time i heard it mm. uh which Hey, he's he's getting some sort of a push from somewhere, and getting a Kendrick feature is, um, I mean, that's pretty big too. But I don't think he belongs on the list because I just think he sounds like, I just think he sounds like the flock of everyone. I don't think there's anything really that stands out
0: about him. Um, was he on the lower end of, of votes or? Um, he was on the lower end of votes, you know. But but I think I think there's, um, I think there's a point at which, where you become so generic or you become so average that you literally don't stand out in the crowd. And that in and of itself yeah. becomes like a huge mark against you because then it's just like, well, what's the point? Yeah. You know, like, w well, why, why are we here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to leave it at that. This has been our, <laughs> worst rappers in the game currently podcast i want to thank d respect for coming on and uh, commenting with me and taking part in this uh in this gauntlet the most consistent
1: podcast in the world i'm i
0: am i'm so happy to be a part of it all right um again we're going to link to his stuff his social media his youtube channel down in the description and uh thanks for listening everybody Uh, have a good one forever